rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse, your master of similes and oracle of bullshit. Or that, that'll pass, yeah. <laughs> You're I'm the master me. of ceremonies as well. Um, Which was taken from me. I stole that outright, fair and square. But that's not what we're going to talk about right now. We are going to be talking <laughs> about some absurd shit that we've encountered lately in our lives, and we're off put by it, I'll say. Uh, yeah, to the point where I had to send you a text immediately when it happened to me in real time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting for my girlfriend's birthday dinner at this Korean barbecue restaurant, and it's it's kind of busy, but I mean, I even got a remark from our waiter that I said, oh, wow, it's a little busy in here. And he said, no, it's uh, it's not too busy. For, for a Saturday. And I was like, oh, okay. It, it, it seemed like it is. So he's a little standoffish in the first place. And eventually, he's like, I had another table and I needed something from him. I think it was like another side of rice. And uh, I, I'm kind of looking at him. I can't quite cut, catch his uh, gaze. And eventually, like, I go back to talking to my girlfriend. He pops by the table and goes, you eyeballing me for something, boss? Which <laughs> I love. <laughs> you know, I mean- it set me back. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe that when you sent that to me. Um, it's just something I, I just feel is so odd, like aggressive towards a customer. I was like, and, uh, yeah, can I get us another side of rice? He's like, I got you. And then he walked away. And I'm just like, what the fuck dude. was that? Like, I'm not like, it's nothing to lose a tip over or anything. I mean, huh. they, everything was fine. I didn't, you know, I wasn't offended, but I was just like, I've never been talked to that way. You, you eyeballing me for something, boss? It's like he's uh He's like a mobster about to like put a hit on me or something. Dude, yeah, he's getting out of control over you needing a little extra barbecue sauce on the side or whatever, you know? Right. I mean, it's just, yeah. And, I, and it I, was funny, when you sent this text to me, I had a similar incident that had happened that week as well. Uh, mine was a, a quick incident as it was happening in a drive-thru. <laughs> and uh, I was hitting up drive, Burger Drive-by, drive-thru insult here. So we went out one night drinking. You know what drinking leads to bad decisions fast food we go to the drive-thru and uh we're ordering shit and uh <laughs> i forget what i order I, I order like you know something simple like a cheeseburger or something right and the guy's like you said what <laughs> you said what and i was like shake it back a little cheeseburger <laughs> and it was just like what is up with people in the food industry right now dude like very very curt they don't give to a the point. Fuck, dude. And I feel like wages are going up. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, come on. <laughs> it's like tipping's getting better, I feel like, in, in general. Like, it's like a widespread thing. Like, if you don't tip, you're a piece of shit. If you don't tip, like, a good, you know, at least 15, you're a piece of shit. Like, unless yeah, it's I would, 
I would say yeah. it's up to 20 now. Is like the, I said 20 almost, no matter it's what. It's the standard, yeah. I worked as a waiter, so I have like a soft spot for that shit. Even if it's like horrible service, it's like you don't know if they're just having an off day. So like whatever. But like, did, I, I think we're getting, like out, that? It's so we're getting the outliers because I mean, the eyeball guy, he still got 20%. Yeah. Like, I still, I'm still giving him the tip, oh, and yeah. I, I'm not saying that we they, they shouldn't even be in the same conversation. The tip of the way he's talking to me, because uh, it did it didn't affect it at all. Yeah, I guess is my point. I want to make that I was he didn't just directly so insult you. It was just... no, no, no. But it was to the point where I had to ask him because I'm from I'm from New York, and it felt like a very New York thing to say. So I asked him on the way back over. I go, "Are you from New York?" And he goes, "No, I'm a Bay boy, born and bred." I'm like first off, a lot of bees. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, all right, you're from the Bay Area, and uh, you just ask people if they're eyeballing you because you're a waiter. Like, yeah, you're going to be eyeballed, brother. Like, that's, that's how it goes. Third, Bay Boy, can I order a side of fries? <laughs> like, you, you, fucking, you fucking asking me for things? Like, oh my God. Yeah, it's your job, dude. Like, dude. Come on, I'm sorry. Last time I checked, you were my waiter. Uh, I got you're the one I gotta speak to to get to the kitchen. You're my middleman, all right? Like so, it, it, like if I, <laughs> I am if I, if I was in a timid mood, I would have been like, "No, I'm good." It's like, damn it, I did need rice. Fuck. <laughs> oh man, it's funny. I don't know. People are getting at their leisure. Just talk to you however you want. It's like last. Uh, what is it? Dick's last resort is spreading to everywhere. <laughs> there you go. I enjoy it there. You just walk in and they write on a post-it note. <laughs> Fuckhead and put it on your forehead. Yep. Like, sit down. You know what Eat you're in more. for. <laughs> well, all these waiters need to chill out, smoke a little bit, maybe. And uh, that brings us over to where we like to start our bizarre news, which is a little bit of weed news. I fucked it up again. That's the Dude, second time. What in are a you row. doing to yourself? Every week now, you're just. With our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. There we go. Landed it. Landed it steady that time. So, uh, <laughs> well, we, I'll be all right in 2020, people. I'm calling it. <laughs> He's working on it. <laughs> uh, we have an update on the different bills that have passed through the House and are now moving on to the Senate in terms of uh, decriminalizing and uh, setting new regulations for banking at the federal level when it comes to cannabis and the cannabis industry. The, we've mentioned this before. There are two acts that are going up. There's the MORE Act, which is the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. And then there's the SAFE Act, which is the, let me find the anagram here, the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act. So one, uh, the first one, it, uh, it removes cannabis from the federal uh, schedule, drug scheduling uh, from where it currently stands. And it would authorize a 5% sales tax on marijuana to help minority communities enter the cannabis business. The Safe Banking Act was set up to basically allow banks to accept money from dispensaries, that sort of thing, without federal the federal government uh, infringing or, you know, getting involved, which is one of the biggest things uh, working against the industry. I'm all about another tax that helps, like... Uh a lot of money go into something very beneficial for all of society you know so i mean that, that's that's great man and that's the best thing about legalization across the board is what we're gonna see all the tax money and the revenue that was on the black market go to 
great infrastructure altogether. Right. That would be, I mean, especially if it's going to go back towards the communities that were most affected by the, uh, the laws that incarcerated people over cannabis, you know, it's, it doesn't really make sense or seem fair to, uh, the people who are sitting in jail. If people are then just given licenses to do what put them in jail in the first place. So <laughs> exactly <laughs> that, that really needs to be addressed. Uh, the more act would also expunge records which is a big thing. It's like, why hold things against people if it's now legal? So the, the I guess, non-silver lining of this story is the fact that they are only at the start of their journey to possibly being passed and uh, hitting the president's desk. Uh, they've passed through the House and they now go on to the Senate. There's a committee that has to look at them, uh, make any changes. It would then have to go to a full uh, Senate vote. And then from there, it would go back to the house and get any sort of adjustments made to it before it went to, before it was voted, uh, before I think then goes to the president's desk where you can veto it if, if he doesn't. So there's a lot of like things standing in the way on top of the fact that it's coming into the Senate after Thanksgiving break, between that and Christmas break. So this is like a weird time to have something in the Senate to be voted on because most people just want to go home yeah so it's gonna it feel like it's gonna be a quick like meeting over everything so it's gonna be quick to be thrown down or thrown yes. away probably probably I mean, thrown down yeah that's unfortunately because uh and not not to make it by like a uh, partisan show or anything like that but the senate is republican controlled and they're not exactly the ones that are usually on board with uh, legalizing or decriminalizing cannabis. Not to say that all aren't. Some in the House voted for this. So, you know, who knows what'll end up happening, but it's a bad time, I guess, for bills in general, uh, just because of the, the holiday season. And they, a lot of people are remarking that this bill, the MORE Act could just be pushing uh, forward momentum for the SAFE Act, um, because a lot of people think that the banking one is more of a uh, detriment at the moment to to the industry if it doesn't get passed. Nice. So if well, you guys want to read any more about it, uh, it's this. We have a Bloomberg article that talks all about it. We'll be posting that up on Thursday on our Facebook page, so you can read it, read a little bit more, and we'll we'll definitely keep updating you with what's going on with this. Oh yeah, check it out. Let's keep talking about drugs. Let's keep it fun here. And uh, we're going to talk about this week in Florida, man, where a 41-year-old man was arrested in Clearwater, Florida, after he was found with a needle in possession, a dirty, I'm assuming heroin, it didn't say, but like, you know, like a dirty drug needle. Could uh, be diabetic. No. <laughs> uh, at a local McDonald's. And uh, so they brought him in for the possession of, you know, uh, paraphernalia or whatever. And then they did a full body search. And uh, when that was conducted... The man, the 350-pound man, was found to have stuffed a bag of meth deep within his belly button. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Can you imagine the, the officer that's, like, looking around on this guy? He's like, you got something in there? <laughs> like, oh, dude. He, what is First off, 350-pound belly be? button. Yeah. How deep do you think it is? What are we thinking? A couple inches if it can hide some meth. I'm thinking we're talking three to four inches of belly button. I'm, ta I'm talking you could, you 
could put the tip of your dick in this thing. Now, is that how <laughs> it works? The bigger you get, your belly button just stays where it is and, like, it just moves, like, the rest moves out? I don't know, dude. Maybe. You got big enough? Could a person it's just climb really, in there? It's really stomach around it, really. It's not your belly button anymore. It's like your stomach has, like, just grown out around and, like, pushed it, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, like, there's got to be some sort of golden ratio of, like, deepness of belly button to outside of skin depth. Yeah. We're, we're not, we're not, uh, surgeons. <laughs> we don't know this shit. We don't know. All we know is, that's ridiculous. The first time I've ever heard of a belly button being a spot to conceal some drugs. Very interesting. And, uh, I guess the way to do weed. it. You couldn't even, like, get, a, like, a gram of weed in there, so, like, you gotta have, like, the worst drugs to be smuggling. To do that Did it say with or without baggy? With a baggy. With a baggy. Okay. It wasn't just like loose meth in his belly button. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> you got meth falling out your belly button. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, he's thinking outside the box. You got to give it to him there. Dude. <laughs> um, yeah, he was quoted as saying when he was caught, I was just being dumb and not thinking. You were thinking something when you fucking stuffed the meth in your belly button. All right? You were not thinking. Thinking you, outside the box. You were thinking out inside the belly button. Right? <laughs> inside the belly button. <laughs> uh, uh, unfortunately, it, two felony charges were added to his his original charge, so he's definitely some deep shit okay. over over a Breaking Bad belly button edition. <laughs> that, that, where, where was that one again? Clearwater, Florida. Of, of course, course it this, was this week in Florida, man. You know what I always like to say about Florida? It's like uh a hole in the ground that you shit in. Uh, you never know what you're gonna find in there. Uh, really? Is that how it, the whole thing? <laughs> Alright. Well, never know. I ride with <laughs> it, dude. Someone might have dropped an iPhone, Matt. Dude. <laughs> We're co-pilots in this ship, I'll let you go with it. <laughs> you know what you might also find if you're down in the Amazon, if you're digging around a toilet? A shit sloth. <laughs> shit sloth? <laughs> We're talking about Sloths in the Amazon that have been found rummaging around in pits in the ground that have been used as toilets. Are you trying to do some kind of rhyme thing right now? What's going on here? You're rhyming a little much for this. I don't know. (laughs) I wasn't trying. It just happened. All right, right, Dr. Seuss, continue the story. In the Amazon rainforest, northeast of Peru, uh, it's home to the two-toed sloth. And since uh, 1997 these uh, sloths that are living in the area have been wandering their way into people's towns and finding their way into the toilets. We're not talking about like a porcelain throne here. This is a hole in the ground. And uh, these sloths seem to like, quote, scooping with one hand from the semi-liquid manure composed of... Oh yeah, I should have done this before. If you're eating, you might want to... Uh... <laughs> Uh, pause the <laughs> podcast or put down the uh, meatball sub. Uh, <laughs> Hope you're not eating meatballs. That's too close. The, uh, the sloths are scooping with one hand from the semi-liquid manure composed of feces, urine, and toilet paper, and then eating it from their own hands. This was uh, reported in 2011 by a local paper. The, the behavior has been uh, documented at least 26 times. And it's an issue. They even got pictures of a happy little sloth just poking his head out of his fucking shithole. How much uh, of it? 
Dude, all right, so I've seen some scary shit. Like, I've seen, like, the snake coming up through the toilet. I've seen the spider hiding under the rim. It's really fucked up to get a sloth claw up your asshole if you're just taking <laughs> shit unexpectedly. All right, so, so Matt, you're, I got a hypothetical for you. All right. Mm-hmm. So you're in the Amazon uh, just north of Peru, and you're eating some... Uh, traditional Peruvian cuisine of corn, beans, and potatoes. <laughs> oh, you're definitely going to be visiting the local hole. Uh, make a deposit. And yeah, you you feel it hit like two hours later. You're like, oh! Whatever that spice was isn't agreeing. So you run out to they're like, you're like, where's the bathroom? And they just point to the hole out back. <laughs> you get out there, and you see right before you, like, you have your pants down. And right before you're about to squat, you see that sloth in there, just looking up, <laughs> deep in there. He's, he's like, if you had to get to him, it would be like a full like elbow in to be able to pull this <laughs> out. If he's that deep, I don't need to worry about him. I can just do what I gotta do on top of the hole. You're just gonna shit on the sloth, dude. Is what you're telling me. I'm gonna. I'm not just gonna blind shit on this thing. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. Like you're not just gonna like not keep an eye on a sloth. Like I said, claw, a sloth claw to the asshole is something you do not want to encounter. Do you right? cup? Do you cup the junk and like pull it up so that it's not? That's in there? that's a good idea. Just cup the junk to protect it. You definitely don't want a sloth, uh, especially a shitty claw touching anything down there. Especially your dick. You get you get one scratch from that thing, and you're looking at losing a testicle, maybe your whole dick. So you have no qualms about just shitting out a live creature's head. Dude, just do the hovercraft. <laughs> just keep an eye on that sloth. You're good. All right? Oh, my God. And then, like, <laughs> Are so we what, learning things gotta, about each other here? What's going on? You, you <laughs> got to check him on him afterward, don't, right? Like, you got to peek in. He wants <laughs> to be down there. It's not me. But I didn't put him down there. He want, I'm doing something he wants at this point. Uh, and that's how the new uh, cryptid was created, the uh, shit sloth. They roam, roam the jungles of the Amazon in northern Peru. Great mutant shit sloth. People just started shitting on him. The, the visitors, the tourists, with all you're a, of the, you're a monster, man, dude. With all of that like fucking <laughs> store bought bullshit, they're eating the box food. It just mutates these sloths. We're talking seven foot six sloths, and they Going got back these giant shit claws, dude. <laughs> shit claws like bigger than a velociraptor's claw, and it'll just slice your belly. It's a shit Yeah, just grab you and drag you into the fucking toilet with him like a little baby shit sloth. Dude, asshole first. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, man. So check the toilets if you're in Peru. Check the toilets. Let's keep talking about butthole. And uh, we're going to talk about butthole health this week. And uh, we're talking about perineum sunning. It's a new trend. I can't help but keep fucking stumbling across articles talking about this shit. And it's bugging me. Now... If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about people that are saying there's a very good chance that sunning your butthole has some health benefits. And it's gripping the wellness diehards like no tomorrow because I've got people left and right. I've got famous people here. We're going to talk about a few quotes that I found that were pretty funny. Uh, This one is coming courtesy of a, a social media influencer who goes by raw of earth, total health wellness guru. Okay. Uh, in a mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, you will receive more energy in this electric node than you would in an entire day of being outside with your clothes on. So it's like a shot of espresso dude, in, in your asshole? You heard it here. 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, shot of espresso equivalency. 
you gotta have like a tall fence or like a greenhouse that locks if you're gonna be fucking just exposing yourself to the sun. Anything like can that. come up on your butthole like that. You, I'm talking an ant can sneak in there, or you can get a full <laughs> on like maybe a tree limb falls from the sky because it's a windy day, and then all of a sudden you got a tree limb in your butthole. I, what, I, if I, I grass, what if a grasshopper flies yeah. along and lands on it? You don't want that, dude. It's gonna be chirping in your butthole, and you're gonna be like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> well, that you're gonna land. So picture that. Let's step by step this. It, you're you're like on your back legs above your head you got you're gripping you, the soles of your feet butt ass naked maybe you got a shirt on you're pulling a winnie the pooh just because it's okay. a little breezy yeah <laughs> you, you got about like you know you're settled in at this point you got like 45 seconds of sun going you're like i'm gonna i'm going for a uh, a nice bronze color so let me let me do an extra 30 out of the microwave here you're talking and, like maybe slapping some olive oil all over your asshole to get it a nice bronze <laughs> oh you gotta be careful you start burning you throw crisco down there but you're you're just like you're spread eagle ass to the sun like you're giving it the, the worst mooning of its life and a, a locust flies along it's like the wind's taking it so it's ripping <laughs> and fucking lands just square on like it's got those six little legs lands right on the center of your cigar cutter and, and what's your what's your fucking move you end up jumping you crush this thing between your cheeks you now have, you now have dead locust parts it's trapped between your butt cheeks you're running around this, this has gone out of hand you've run it around your backyard like a lunatic dude now the, now the cops are coming the cops are here now because of a cricket in your butthole <laughs> dude it, it snowballs quick i guess so dude that's why i'm saying the only way you can perennial is that what it's called perennial sunning uh perennium sunning <laughs> perennium sunning perennials just once a year at spring um, <laughs> once in springs that's what perennial, i do, I just, do once in, I just do it once in springtime once in spring and i feel like it gives me enough energy to get through the whole you know next two seasons <laughs> at least Woo! it's like jumping in an ice bath it gets dark in the some in the winter but you know who's gonna go out with their butthole exposed in the winter that's how you that's get frostbite butthole that's why i'm saying that i think the only legitimate way to do this is with a locking greenhouse yeah you Safety might have nosy neighbors. You don't want to be like, you fall asleep because you're nice and comfortable. You come back. Jim, get out of here. Dude, so come back. You wake up to somebody shooting bottle rockets out of your bubble. It's going to leave a couple burns. So Definitely. there's there's a lot of dangers to being outside. I think we can agree to that. 100%. Um, in Texas, I'm going to add one more thing to your list of nightmares to beware of. Okay yellow garden spiders and i guess not just texas a little bit of research goes to show that uh these things happen to be all over the u.s hawaii they're freaking everywhere and they I look have... like they're straight out of jumanji i seen it dude i seen it but i want to hear the story first so in poteet texas um this woman snapped some pretty incredible photos of a bat trapped in what appeared to be the web of a yellow garden spider these uh things look like they're from brazil or thailand or some foreign jungle like that the woman said in her facebook post these things are gigantic they're part of the orb weaver family of spiders uh which makes them just sound horrendous they don't do any actual damage to humans if you get bit um it's more like a bee sting it's not yep. like you have to go to a hospital really uh but these things are big enough to trap a bat 
Normally it said that they only get to be about one inch. So I'm wondering if this bat is a bit small on the smaller side and it's a matter of perspective because when I see a bat, I think, oh, you know, like, like maybe six inches or something like that. And this spider is probably like half the size of the bat. Dude, that's insane, man. No spider. We should kill every spider that's over an inch. There's no need for spiders to be bigger than that. Right? That's when they get out of control. All right. I, yeah, when they're trapped. They start bats, getting over an inch, the then they food. want rights, and then they want to vote. And I just, I'm not down for spider rights yet. Right? <laughs> I'm down for everything else but spider rights. You said you had experience with one of these, dude. I've seen the brutality happen in person. We got these same things. It's probably the same thing. I don't know. We didn't do any research to compare, but I, I'm sure it is. Bright yellow fucking things on it. When you see anything vivid in nature, you know to run, all right? <laughs> and I saw one with a web, nasty looking web. I'll give it that. It was pretty fucking skilled on the web throwing. And dude, sure enough, I watched a giant moth get caught in this. I'm talking like a two inch moth, like a giant one. Ugh. Big old thick meaty moth, dude. I'm talking, you can make maybe a moth wing, barbecue wing out of this thing. This spider just proceeds to just grab it and whip it up into a nice little web cocoon and start gnawing on it, dude. Ugh. Dude. He lets the whole thing go. So quick, dude. Just pow, pow. It killed it, like, striking it, too. Fucking insane, dude. These things do not need to be on the loose. These are the real problem out there in the public that we should be addressing. <laughs> oh, that thing's horrific. I mean, I've been living on the West Coast for a bit, and I haven't seen any of the Black Widows, but... Oh, fuck them, too. Yeah. Just any sort of spider that's like, looks like a fucking uh, comic book villain. Dude. <laughs> like, that's where dude. they get the designs, dude. That's like fucking the Venom's costume is like Black Widow style. <coughs> There's no need for these things to be out there. No need. They set traps to catch things, and they're, it's inevitable that like mutations and evolution are going to make them to where they're a problem for us, and there are fucking three foot spiders out there trying to jack us. If the oxygen levels go up, we're going to be in trouble. That's all I'm saying. Not about it, dude. I have arachnophobia. I saw that movie. John Goodman went down in it. Why wouldn't I go down in it? All right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think you're better than John Goodman? I think that's that's the question we all have to ask ourselves. I think he's a good a, man, Matt. He's not only a good man, the best man. Should have been his name. Best man. <laughs> best man. John right. Bestman. Yeah, I do. Alright, well, uh, since we're talking about traps, let's talk about the best goddamn trapper of all time. We're going to Maine, the town of Van Buren, where we're talking about a 65-year-old man who cops received a report through phone call from the man that he had been shot. Now, when they arrived at the house, they found a door that was rigged up with a pistol to shoot whoever fucking opened the door. Oh, God. Now, the man had died, actually. Pretty quick. They weren't able to figure out how he was, how the trap went off, but... I'm just saying, maybe this guy was so goddamn good that he forgot that he put the trap there and he got himself, all right? Yeah, the only person that could get the best goddamn trapper is the, the man himself. Apparently, this is not that uncommon. From what this article says, uh, bbc.com, this article is coming from, they say that it is not uncommon for homeowners to install such traps, but it is illegal. Ah. In rural areas, people trap no. shit, I guess. And we've no, heard of multiple no homo, No home aloning, huh? <laughs> Dude, no home aloning allowed. That movie apparently inspired a lot of people <laughs> to go outside of the normal theft deterrents, such as, like, you know, those those alarms and shit. They were like, no, nah, I want I want a fucking man so right here. deadly. I want a mouse trap for a human. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sir, we don't sell springs that big. Dude. I'm sorry. 
All right, I got a spring night big. It's called the fucking Smith and Weston. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, and, you know, this the first time this happened this year, uh, or actually like last year, I think it was. Um, we had a real estate agent had bought a property in in um, Philadelphia, and a lot of people might have seen this video, but like, dude. They, they luckily saw it before they hit it, but there was a trap where you like sprung like a wire on the ground, and a fucking down a staircase came a board with nails in it, swinging oh down like just to fucking impale you in the chest. Dude. That's fucking horrible. What is with people fucking booby trapping? Like that's... what is? It, that sounds like a situation where like I foreclosure and the person's like pissed or something. That probably was, yeah. That this I can guy... see that being a motivation. Does he have people breaking in left and right in Maine? Like, is Maine high in break-ins? I don't know. And how do you forget? You can't, like, maybe that's one of those things where it's, like, either make the booby trap when you're when you're sober or drunk, but not both. You can't mix them up. Like, you can't go walking Dude. around if forgetting where you put your booby traps when you're drunk. Where's my pistol? I gotta keep looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so it's good to know it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think people should be out there. I support 100% that booby trapping should be illegal, unless maybe they came up with a permit. I don't know. Maybe you got to take a class to really figure out. Put up a sign? Yeah. Put up a sign yeah, like right? this, this yeah, property yeah. is booby trapped. Sign, this house is fairly booby trapped. <laughs> you know what you're walking into, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's better than you a fucking somebody alarm over system. for a fucking nice friendly dinner, dude, and then all of a sudden it's like. Technically, um, you don't even need the booby traps at that point. True. You just need the sign. <laughs> <laughs> you just need True. the sign that says... Uh, if it was a booby trap and nation and then like those signs started popping up, it's like, fuck, I'm not going in there, dude. They could have the floor is lava, dude. Floor is lava. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it for our uh, bizarre news for, for the segment. But we don't want to leave you empty-handed. We like leaving you with something a little funny, something to laugh at at the end of it all. And this time around for our funny clip, how would you describe this one, Matt? I'd describe it as, you know, the average American Thanksgiving dinner, post-Thanksgiving uh, post dinner uh, activities. You know, th this family decided to break out the karaoke machine. <laughs> okay. Fun, family fun. Dude, this is, they're doing a jam that I would normally do. I love this. I love this jam. So let, let's see. <laughs> oh my god that oh, guy has some fucking pipes he, he should man that is joe bad at joe bad lead singer for fit for an autopsy check him out you can get him out of twitter instagram he's fucking awesome and dude that video <laughs> had me cracking up immediately because i had not i didn't expect that at all yeah no that was that was fantastic he's impressing the whole uh the whole crowd there too it sounds yeah. like all the cousins were rolling from it. <laughs> oh, dude. Hell yeah. You're having a good time once that voice starts growling. <laughs> nice. Dude, yeah. Hell yeah. So we'll be posting that up on Facebook and on Twitter and maybe on Instagram on Friday so that you can uh, end your week with a little bit of funny. Nice. Check it out. And uh, hey, get ready to fucking jam it out because we're going to talk about some music. But uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. 
Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com, 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. If you're looking for something different, Murder Mile covers the untold, unsolved, and long-forgotten murders in London's West End. It's researched using the original police investigation files. It's presented as a dramatization and it focuses on the victims' lives in an honest, detailed, and sympathetic way. Murder Mile is about life, not lunatics. So if you love true crime stories about real murders by regular people in everyday places, then Murder Mile is just for you. Murder Mile was nominated one of the best British true crime podcasts of 2018. So if you love things a little bit different, try Murder Mile. Oh yeah, it's time to party, you fuckers. And we're back, and uh, we're going to talk about some music, man. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm talking about a band I really love. I know you got a band that you really enjoy listening to. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're hoping you guys are going to enjoy them as well. Let me kick it off. I'm going to be talking about a band called September 87. I'm talking Retro Wave, very close to Synthwave. Uh, just, it's more modeled, you know, copying a lot of the melodies and whatnot, the, the textures of the instruments of the 80s. Okay. And, uh, man, I really enjoy... September 87, an Australian duo, James Ballard and Will Ewing. I uh, caught them randomly on a synthwave playlist like I always do on Spotify. And uh, I heard their first song, Bad Dream Maybe, which I immediately loved. And this song has, it's, they, the band has been described as being more 80s than the 80s. And I couldn't, that fits so perfect. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I think when you listen to this track, you're going you're gonna to understand what I'm talking about. Okay. So. The first track and plan, September 87. We're talking Bad Dream Baby.
that was Bad Dream Baby. First song I heard from these guys. And I've got to say, they got a music video for it. One of the, the best, not one of the, the best synthwave, retro wave video I've ever seen, original video. Is that the one with the aliens that you showed yeah, me earlier? Yeah, it takes place in a studio and it has, it's got a very Star Wars-esque feel. Like the, uh, the, the studio head slash producer is an alien. <laughs> um, there's like an alien girl like robot playing out, saxophone like yeah the third part of the band is a, a robot that plays the sax and uh it's just really 80s feeling mixed with space and it's really fucking well done really fun to watch <laughs> uh, definitely recommend checking that out on youtube bad dream baby totally um, the second song i'm choosing it's uh there's no vocals so it's missing that aspect but i feel like it does a really good job of capturing uh, a lot of the different instrument feels and melodies of the 80s and a lot of crazy pop tones there's a crazy guitar solo i'm gonna start the song a little later on because it's got a really slow intro to the song with a, a slow synth and type deal to get to the really like dramatic parts okay. but uh the progression of the song is really interesting it goes up and down all over the fucking place really good song so let's get into the second song i'm doing um it's called ride all night september 87 That was Ride All Night by September 87. Uh, that's a song I really, really enjoy. <laughs> I cannot just like breeze by. While that music was playing, Matt danced himself, his desk into oblivion. Apparently spilling a boulder's worth of rocks Dude. in the process. Okay, what a great time to join. Some real weird shit going on. Oh my god! <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens, man. So much bad stuff just happened. All captured on Instagram Live. Oh my god. <laughs> it's all good, baby. My mic stand went down. My rock garden that keeps my composure and... It's like my little Mr. Miyagi Zen garden. It's just gone. And that's kind of like a symbolism of what my life is at right now, apparently. <laughs> no, but uh, so yeah, I really enjoy that song. Uh, great instrumental. Fucking a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> guitar solo, nasty as could be. It's really what drew me to it. As soon as I heard that, eh, leave my rock garden alone, dude. It's in the past. It happened. I'm the one that has to deal with that. There's, there's a thousand rocks on my bedroom floor right now. How about that? <laughs> well this song definitely rocks the song the song <laughs> rocks alright September 87 great band love them check them out uh, nothing really released recently they definitely don't tour 
Um, but you can check them out on Spotify. They got quite a few songs that you'll probably dig. Awesome. All right. I guess it's turn, my turn to uh, give a little suggestion here. And uh, this time around, I will be suggesting Slingshot Dakota. Um, this is another find from Spotify was suggested to me uh, on a playlist, I believe. And as soon as I heard the singer's voice, uh, I was like, damn, this girl's got some pipes. And I, I had to look into some more of their stuff. Their first uh, song that really caught my ear was Doreen. And normally that'd be the one I'd play for you, but I'm going to play two other ones. And uh, before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about them. They come out of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. They started, uh, they were formed in Long Island, but it says they're uh, from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. So I'm assuming, you know, they were in Long Island when they first all met each other. Uh, and that was back in 2003. And they were a three-piece band eventually turning into a two-piece band in uh, 2006. And the two members are Carly Commando and Tom Patterson, who happened to also be married. So this is, um, I feel like you don't see that that often, like mar- people that, that are like married in a band together. Because it doesn't like work out that like well all the Not time. Not at all. Not uh, every time. It never works out. So it's very rare to see. <laughs> right? But they're they're making some awesome music, and they have uh they have a couple of albums out. They've put out five total so far since like two thousand and four. Their first one was called Keener Size. Their most recent one is called uh, Heavy Banding, and they they have some hits on there on many of these albums. It's so I suggest jammers. checking out all of them. Yeah, totally. And I'll play a, a little uh, section to give you a taste of what they uh have to offer here my first uh suggestion for slingshot dakota is going to be you which comes off of their album which album was that one that one booty hole bandits booty hole bandits i think that was it actually no the uh you is off of um the album break which came out in Damn. 2016. So like three, like three years ago, you, you disrespectful <laughs> son of a I'm bitch. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Now, what if they listen? I just uh, danced my, my fucking rock garden to hell. All right. Um, so Let let's get the, let's get this, uh, this song playing here. This is you by slingshot to go. was you by slingshot dakota that song fucking slaps i'm sitting over here banging my head to that beat her her voice is just amazing um and it's very like grungy sounding like you were talking about the distortion a lot yeah very unique distortion very boxy very like i don't know it's a weird distortion that nobody uses you know it's just so unique slingshot dakota it reminds me of like the 90s type type of sound that you would hear it's a very like, broad distortion. That's the like most capitalizing thing about the like, guitar. Like, wow. It's, it's so a cool. It's like a cool juxtaposition, though, to like her voice 
with like the guitar and i like the riffs that they even come in on in that song yeah the whole thing just kind of is captivating with their sound and another song that really caught my ear by them is weird like me not just because of the title and like relating to me being fucking odd although he is weird as fuck (laughs) but uh the song itself is really good um the i i'm just like for some reason the her vocals are really what do it for me in this not to like downplay the sound of the actual you know music itself but her her vocals really make this band something interesting to listen to so let's play a little bit of this next song for you this is weird like me by slingshot dakota That was weird like me by slingshot dakota this uh it gave me like flashbacks to like nickelodeon uh like pete and pete intro for some reason like i don't know like those sort of alt like this one's definitely more piano heavy than mm. guitar heavy um until until it breaks in but it, yeah. it, it, it has an interesting sound to it yeah the piano is definitely like i was like michelle branchish what's what's going on here <laughs> it was a switch up from that hard distortion to a song like that fucking soft sweet piano key well that might be something about their sound sort of evolving because this is from their latest album in 2019 so it might just be a matter of them you know growing as as a band and actually trying Mm. different things but i really i really enjoyed it Mm. and i like where they what they sort of sound like in the early days and it, it maybe it's going from like less of a punk which like their earlier stuff sort of sounds like and more of leaning into that pop sound yeah yeah i like the variety man i definitely enjoy when a band has a variety and everything isn't the same song over and over again mm-hmm. so that's slingshot dakota check them out and uh we had another suggestion here for you from matt september 87 i keep wanting to say 84 but i didn't want to get no. it wrong no we're in 87 woody allen movie came out the same year called september 1987 of course and i wonder if i can't help but wonder it's got to be right i mean it's a little weird Hmm. maybe it is it's their favorite 80s movie i don't know quite possibly (laughs) who knows check them out september 87 slingshot dakota fucking amazing you'll be jamming absolutely so stick around we're going to get into a new music related game here called dad splaining and uh we'll get into that right after this Here at American Slacker, we have proudly partnered with Seat Giant, which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail. Yeah, easy to use, easy to find. SeatGiant.com. Use the code SLACKER at checkout. And uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. 
local events, national uh, tours. They got everything. Make sure to go over to SeatGiant.com, type in that code SLACKER, and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworm Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you do this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get off my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Weaky, 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 weaky. It was more like, weaky, 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 weaky. He was in a hurry. He was in a hurry. Wiki, 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 wiki. And then he had to wait for the light. Ding. Wiki, 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 wiki. You can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. We are back to play a little game. This is a brand new one. It's revolving around music this time. It might not be exclusively music, but this is where it's debuting. This is called Dad Splaining. Now, I, I always like to think of myself, I'm kind of like the dad of the podcast, right, Matt? What's that make me? The mom? Who do you think you are? I don't know. You might be like little Billy. I'll be Uncle Jim. I'll be the fun <laughs> uncle. A <laughs> fun uncle. Yeah, yeah I, I'm like the one that brings in the mail, makes the coffee in the morning. I'll be the yeah. one that like just kind of always outside. He comes in smelling weird, and then when you turn like eighteen, you, re- you realize that he just smelled like weed all the time. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's it. So I'm going to dad explain a couple of uh, music selections here for you. This is going to be dad explaining music between 2000 and 2002. <laughs> so the all these songs are going to be just between those uh, those years to give you okay. a little frame of reference of what you're going to be working with. So if I can give you up to three clues, if you can do it with one clue, you get three points. If you can get it with two clues, you get two points. If you get it with all three clues, then you only get one point because that the last clue is going to be the easiest way to, you know, figure out what this is. So you're going to be able to wager a little bit. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Do you understand the rules Fuck of the ready, game? Man. Fuck you ready. You're ready to be dad splained to. Dude. Explain it, Dad. All right. First song. It's that song about wanting things by that girl who looks wet. What song and what artist am I talking about here? One more time? What? It's that that song about wanting things by that girl who looks wet. You know what I'm talking about. Wanting things? Uh, A second clue. All right. For two points. Uh, she's the knockoff Britney Spears. Uh, and not, she's not singing the genie thing. It's the other one. Jessica Simpson? No, no. So uh, it's a song about wanting things by a girl who looks wet. She's the knockoff Britney Spears, and it's not the genie song. Those are your clues right now. 
Mariah Carey? I don't know. <laughs> that would be insulting Mariah Carey at that point. You, but you want you want to downgrade to one point? Yeah, one point. Christina Aquafina. The the Christina Aquafina girl. You said not the genie girl. That's it. Not the genie song. You're talking about Christina Aguilera. You got the artist. What song? Want to be bad? No. Any more guesses? Fuck. God, no, I'm out. Yeah, what a girl wants. Oh, man. By Christina Aguilera, not Christy Aquafina. First. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Kill it before we get sued the hell out of here. All right. So we got uh, no point on that one, unfortunately. This is a tough, tough game. Tough game. So on to oh song God. number two. The song about God by that band everyone hates. Who who am I talking about? And what song am I referring to? The song about Man, God. everybody hates is Nickelback, I thought. But I, I, you could be talking about Creed at the same time. He he got the artist. What song am I referring to? So Between it's Creed. 2000 and 2002. It's Creed. Creed. You got that. But for full point, three points, you would need to also name the song. Shit, it's either higher or with arms wide open. I can't remember. Um, he got it for three full points right. with arms wide open by Creed. Okay. Dude, hit me with a terrible thing. <laughs> I need to hear Scott steps. <laughs> Welcome to this player. Alright. We don't need to get sued by MCA records here. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got three full points on that one. Good good job. On to song number three. Those rappers who sing about knocking up their neighbor. <laughs> what's that song by those rappers would you think about knocking up their neighbor <laughs> what <laughs> would you like to receive another clue and downgrade yeah. to two points two points come on they they don't want to make anyone cry those those rappers are singing about knocking up their neighbor and they don't want to make anyone cry I don't know, dude. Want to downgrade to one point? Yeah. I think they're they're called outlaws. Those rappers what? who sing about knocking up their neighbor. They don't want to make anyone cry. And I think they're called the outlaws. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you ready to give up? Yeah, I give up. Oh, God. The outcast song. Outcast. Knocking up neighbors. Knocking on the neighbor. The song about apologizing to the mom. You couldn't do something better, dude. Damn. That's that's what it's about. Apologizing to the mother of the really knocked up. Knocking up neighbors. Get out of here. They saw. They saw. We're definitely getting sued this episode. Oh my god. They don't want to make anyone cry. We're getting sued. We're getting sued. (laughs) So uh, no no points on that one. You got three points from creed all right on to number four those three nice ladies who sing about butts those three nice ladies who sing about butts 2000 to 2002 destiny child oh he got the artist 
for three points, can you name the song? All I know from them in that era is Say My Name. Like, same <laughs> era, same era. Not the song. They're not talking about, they haven't named their butts. Bootylicious? Bootylicious for three points. Dude, something came to my mind. Yes. Uh, uh, it's not Welcome to the Jungle. That's Bootylicious. <laughs> Can you handle it? Matt, can you handle it? We're talking about the richest woman in music. We getting sued. That got six points so far. Six lawyers listen to this. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Sue so me. The last one. You can, uh, you can walk away with nine points here. And I guess the way we can measure this metric is if you do one of these for me, we'll measure my score against your score. Okay. I'm a winner. So. I guess today. This last one. This one's a tough one. The rap guy with the movie. <laughs> what song and what artist am I talking about? Eminem. What song? Eight Mile. What song for three points? What's the name Eight of the mile. song? That's the movie. What's the song? You know what I'm talking about. It's the song for Eight Mile. It's um Mom spaghetti, knees weak, arms are heavy. It's vomiting. That's, That's the next clue, too. Uh, <laughs> um, Go through it if you have to. Shit, hold on, hold on. Dun, 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 start, I'd start at the chorus. Shit, hold on. Fuck, dude. Uh... I might have to run the clock on this oh, one. Oh, shit, no, no. Ten. No, no. Nine. Stop, you keep talking like that. I'm never going to get it. Do you want the next clue? Eight mile. Um, you only get one shot. Do not miss a chance to blow. opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better... Lose yourself! Lose yourself! He got it! He got it! Oh. For a total of nine points, he got it. I didn't cheat. Lose I didn't yourself. cheat. Whoever put it in the chat, dude, I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. I swear to God. Uh, Instagram oh, wives trying to give him some help, but no, that I was, was a staring solid at it win. too. Eminem, lose yourself. The next clue was he's wearing spaghetti. The last clue would have been his name, which would have been synonym. Who would have known the thriller right, that I was about to go on? That was wild. So he, he walks away with nine points. I think that was a, a solid game, dude. Champion so far. Here. Oh, we, gotta, we can't just uh, walk away without playing Lose Yourself a little bit. Dude, I need to hear it. We're getting hit with all the other. Bam, bam, so I did well. a pretty good job. Look. Snap back to reality and win that game. One shot. One opportunity. Fantastic. Fantastic job. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed the dad's planning music. 2000 to 2002 edition we will definitely be doing more because this seems like a lot of fun uh and maybe even some movie versions hell yeah yeah we're definitely gonna do a little more dad explaining it was a lot of fun man i uh i was like i was stumbling at first but i really found myself in that game yeah no <laughs> you you did a good job you got three out of the or yeah three out of the five so i mean that's a win right there dude yeah i'm really looking forward to playing it again man any of those record companies don't own American soccer. <laughs> They're going to have their boots on our neck. Yeah, dude. 
Uh, but dude, yeah, a lot of fun. And uh, this whole episode, man, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love each and every one of you. Uh, if you want to get at me, MWG Media on Instagram. Get at me, uh, Xbox Live, if you're a gamer. Maddie G from HP. And I'm at the real Chris D'Elia on everything. And another lie from this lying son of a bitch. You can try Landers the Plane. I don't even know who you are. He's on Landers the Plane on everything. At Oracle of Bullshit. Oracle of Bullshit. <laughs> I dubbed him with that title, and God, do I regret it. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you again. We love every one of you. Until next time, peace. Just kidding. That's it. There you go. We're smoking the America. America. We passing the America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We talking America. America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. America. We're second America. America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip, you falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America. I know what it sounds like. I don't. So whatever.